0: Welcome to the Focus Today podcast with Perry Atkinson. Well, welcome to Focus Today. I'm your host, Perry Atkinson, and I'm delighted it's been way too long since we've had uh, Jackson County Commissioner Rick Dyer in the studio with us today, and he's here for a very important reason. But uh, good to see you. How are you, friend? You as well. I'm doing great. How about you? Good, good. And thanks for what you guys do down there. You're running the county great. And I appreciate that as well. Well, All 36 counties, Jackson's been run the best. Thanks. You know what, I'm going to agree with you on that. I'm not even going to be <laughs> modest, but yeah, I,
1: I, I will agree. We, we are uh, we're in great shape here.
0: Yeah, you're doing really a good job. Well, listen, you're kind of the hawk on the repeal of Measure 10, and it's gaining momentum. I know that all of the commissioners in Jackson County, you got the sheriff and others, but first of all,
1: what is Measure 10, and why are you going after it? Well, measure 110 was passed in in 2020 of course it decriminalized the possession and use of hard drugs with the intention uh the stated intention of reducing crime and imp- improving public safety and saving lives but what it's done in actuality is absolutely the opposite we're seeing um, a doubling in the last two years of the amount of suicide deaths in oregon uh, fewer people are entering uh, treatment uh, obviously we're seeing an influx of, of people from other states coming to Oregon because if you, if you do hard drugs and you want to do it without consequence, this is the place to do it. Mm. So we're actually seeing, Greater problems as far as, um, you know, the, the issues we see in our public spaces, our parks, uh, the, the unsafe conditions, the unsanitary conditions. And not to mention the fact that these public spaces are not able to be utilized by our public and by the families who they were intended to be used.
0: So. What's the process to get 110 repealed? So the process that we're looking at, there's, there's a few different ways
1: it, it could be repealed. One is a Citizens Initiative, which you're aware of the process there. Yeah, That requires, at this point, probably over 150,000 registered voters, verified signatures. It's a tedious process. It takes money. It takes uh, a lot of time. The other route, which we're looking to explore is because this wasn't a constitutional amendment, the legislature can repeal it. Okay. And that's the route we're looking at. We're asking the legislators who share uh, the same responsibility we do uh, to, to preserve the health, safety, and welfare of our shared constituency, we're asking them to take a look at this, take a look at the facts, and the facts are indisputable that it is not working and it's actually doing the opposite. It's causing more damage.
0: All right, so... You got those facts. It's not working. In fact, it's been a huge negative on our, on our cities and public areas. And I would assume those who initially were for it are beginning to rethink it.
1: I think you're right. And I think, honestly, a lot of those who were originally for it thought that they were for something completely different. Um, and they certainly are now um, reassessing what, what's happened with this ballot measure and saying, no, this is not what I signed up for, and this is not what I expected. So you're right. Some of the polls that I've seen show about two-thirds are favoring a repeal in really? Oregon.
0: Now, you have uh, the sheriff's department involved, police agencies involved. I mean, that's a big testimony there, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and these are the people, too, who... They they actually
1: sincerely care about getting these people into treatment. It's not about, you know, let's let's be tough on crime and throw these people in jail. That's not the intention. The, the police and, and people in community justice that I talked to say the relationships that we were able to make, because we were able to, to utilize the fact and leverage the fact that there was some accountability and there was some consequence with this activity, that they were able to have conversations with people and tell them, You know, we don't want we don't want to incarcerate you. We want you to get better. We want you to enter these programs. But it took a little of that uh, that extra, again, motivation to get in there. It's not happening anymore.
0: Do we have the agencies and the programs set up to handle it? I don't know
1: if we have. We we certainly have agencies and programs uh, to handle more than what we're seeing now entering treatment. Right. Uh, As far as is it robust of a system as it needs to be? Probably not there could there could be more resources put to that, but not in this way. Um, again, how this is funded is money that was originally going to the county's general fund revenue is now being diverted for what they call harms reductions programs and and uh, I haven't seen a lot of harm being reduced, especially when twice the number of people have died from overdoses in the last two years. <sighs>
0: um, I, you know, I interview a lot of agencies here who are trying their best. Some are not government agencies; they're private agencies they're faith-based agencies, trying their best to help. Right. And they're overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and that's where we need to address uh, <clears throat> the issue. Uh, not again the 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 concept, the idea that you're going to tell somebody this will no longer carry any consequences, and we want you to voluntarily enter these programs. It, it was a failed concept from the right. beginning.
0: How impacting was this on the court system? I mean, it kind of jammed things up there for a while, didn't it? Well, as far as
1: 110, obviously there weren't, just, there weren't being... They were just recycled
0: being, out, right? Yeah, and
1: the, the arrests weren't being made, so we yeah. weren't seeing... And sounds great, fewer arrests, you yeah. know, lower crime rate when you f- have fewer arrests, but, you know, we could... We could lower the crime rate to zero if we if we struck all the laws off the books, but I wouldn't want to live in that society. Yeah.
0: In our own backyard, uh, I say our own backyard, state of Oregon, uh, we've watched the beautiful city of Portland just completely collapse, and a lot of that was contributed to 110 because there was no way to enforce anything there. Is that being used as some kind of factual evidence that this isn't working?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think people, um, again, that, that pay attention see cities like Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, and then they look at Medford and they look at how Medford has changed in the last few years, and they see us going down that same path. But here uh, we're trying to, again, educate people. We're trying to inform them um, that this Measure 110 is one of those things that is pushing us down that path.
0: OK, so what do we do, coach? Do we call you? Do we call our legislators? What do we do? Right now, what we're asking people to do is
1: call their legislators, write the, the legislature and tell their friends to do the same. Um, I There will last session, there were bills dropped to repeal 110. They mm. didn't even get a hearing. They didn't get a hearing and they didn't get a lot of interest because I'm I'm not sure a lot of people even realize what 110 is. Right. And what the impacts have been. We're trying to educate them. On those two things, what what 110 is and what it's doing, and therefore it's time to to put the pressure on the legislature to do their job and to repeal a bad law that's doing nothing but damaging uh, not just Jackson County but communities throughout Oregon.
0: Right. So how is Southern Oregon, um, I would say, lawmaker constituency, how are they shaping up with this?
1: Well, I've I've spoken I've spoken excuse yeah, me to yeah. several um, I haven't spoken to uh, Pam Marsh or Jeff Golden on this yet I hope they get on board with this because obviously uh, I I think it's pretty apparent that the bills that were introduced in the last session were introduced by Republicans right and those that blocked it from from moving forward were probably Democrats and, and that's yeah. generalizing but I think what we need to do and I think what we're seeing too is a lot of the, the Democrats are also saying, you know what, this was this was done with good intentions, but it's not working and we need to get on board to find a better solution.
0: Okay, so uh, bottom line here is contact your legislators uh, and have them to get on board with the repeal of uh, Measure 110. And Rick, keep us informed of how it's going. Absolutely, because and I think it's important. We'll do our part to tell, keep you know, inform people to call their legislators. But this is a big deal. Absolutely, it's, absolutely, it's a big deal. I want to ask you a couple other quick questions. Sure. I have it because it's been a while since I've seen you. Absolutely. Um, gosh, you got to be looking at Hawaii and going, oh gosh, we just went through this. Yeah. And and I and on the other hand, I want to say to you and the commissioners in Jackson County, you guys bent over backwards to see Phoenix and Talent rebuilt. How's it going? And first of all, thank you.
1: Well, absolutely. And, and it was just, again, there, there wasn't an option. That's, all, that's what we had to do. And I will say, yeah, the commissioners jumped in and did what we could, but the entire community was yeah. responsible for it. Really was a remarkable recovery and rebuilding that we saw. Um, I'll say it's going well. Um, there were, Phoenix, I think, really jumped in with both feet and, and, and rebuilt a lot more quickly. Talents following right behind, um, I think we're going to see, compared to what, say, Paradise saw, Malibu, places that had similar, mm-hmm. we're, we, we recovered very quickly. And I would, I would say, I don't know, there's different, there's different topography and different mm-hmm. demographics, but I would say if uh, Lahaina and Hawaii were uh, looking for advice, there's a lot of things we did right here and i'm sure we'd be willing to jump in and, oh and help
0: them let that be a little bit of a message out there for those who are listening um how are, how's the water situation in jackson county <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm seeing water in the ditch this time of year. Last year, we didn't see any water in the ditch in June. Exactly, and you um, know, it, it was a better water year. Yeah. Obviously, we mm-hmm. we
1: saw a lot more uh, precipitation and our and our reservoirs filling later in the year, and that's helped us get to where we are. Uh, I believe we are still in okay shape, but obviously, as things dry out, yeah. we're you know we're middle of August now. So, um, I think I think we made it through pretty well to this point but we still are in a, a situation we we'll need more years I, I, guess.
0: I would say a yellow light situation you know yeah. um, okay we don't see the hemp farms this year and uh, you guys went after the cartels and things right. that was a tough job you and sickler and everybody else you got on it uh, thank you uh, how's it going well as
1: as you said you just don't see those hemp farms uh, proliferating all over the valley anymore. And a lot of that was just what we, just what we intended to do with that. And that's we weren't going to go out and, and be able to to bust all these illegal grows. But we what we were able to do is create an effective deterrent, and let them know this is not an easy place, and this is not a, a safe place for illegal marijuana cultivation, for cartel activity, for all the, again negative. Uh, activities that went along with that, the trafficking, um, you know, the animal abuse, everything else. Uh, And we we set the tone and we put some resources behind it. And we also uh, convinced the state to contribute to those resources. And all those things together, along with the Watermaster and, again, a great community effort, uh, we were able to make a huge dent. We did. Think going forward. We'll, it's
0: noticeable.
1: Yeah. and it Very noticeable. Definitely improved our quality of life.
0: Well, I want to say, our viewers and listeners, uh, Measure 110 was a huge mistake in the state of Oregon. It just legalized about everything <laughs> that's wrong. Right. Uh, and it's backfired, and it's created all kinds of problems. By the way, I also will say that it looks like you and the city and others have worked pretty well with the homeless situation along Bear Creek. I know it's a con- continuous challenge, but you're doing a pretty good job at that. I yeah. don't know how you do it, but it's getting done.
1: Well, I, I'm going to give credit to uh, you know the, the city. That's a city yeah. jurisdiction, and their livability team has done an amazing job, um, and the strategies they've employed have been effective, but Measure 110 has put a major hamstring on their efforts.
0: There you go another reason
1: absolutely another Wonderful. reason
0: so contact your legislators by the way wherever you're listening watching the dove is all up and down the state uh, eastern oregon wherever you are measure 110 is a state issue you can call your legislators and let them know that you are in favor of them getting behind the repeal of measure 110 which just basically legalize all these hard drugs which is now obvious with the side effect that that's been rick thanks good to see you Keep absolutely up the good work, buddy. thank
1: you great to see you
0: okay okay we'll be right back
1: Thank you for listening to this week's Focus Today podcast. Remember, you can visit our website to check out all the interviews we did this week on our daily Focus Today TV show at the
0: Dove.us. And if you like this podcast, please take a moment to rate us and share it with your friends.